Imagine this, you go for a walk on the slopes of Mount Tadanaki, just a day walk, and then the sun starts going down and suddenly you're lost and it starts raining and you fall in a river and start getting really damp and your phone is dead and you've got no one to call. What would you do? When I was rushing back and I thought, oh, I'm, the light's fading and I was fording rivers and falling and everything, I was more concerned about the... In this week's show, you're going to meet Brian Vickery. He's a local Taranaki journalist and he's here with us today to tell the tale of exactly what happened to him up on the mountain and how he survived. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Mother, thank you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello, and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today, we've got a very, very, very special guest with us. We've got Brian Vickery. Another Brian, but with a Y. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. So, Brian, we're going to we're going to dive into Brian's story in a minute. But Brian is someone, a very close friend of ours, that we have been dying to get onto this podcast for such a long time. And something has just happened in his life that made us go, "Oh my gosh, Brian is still with us. He needs to come on the podcast, and we're going to talk about it." So, yeah, we'll jump into that in a little bit later on. But first of all, Brian, if you just want to introduce yourself and say who you are, and sure. For the last 21 years I've been a radio announcer and a journalist in Taranaki working for NZME and the last year I've gone independent with the media platform and it's just been wonderful to have all these interactions not only with you two but also with your very talented um, children. I just want to say before we start our story I just want to say to people because you're probably sitting here thinking well how do you know Brian though but I just want to say this so Brian contacted us me and Brian went traveling around the world with the kids as some of you know and he contacted us when we came back and said oh can I do like an interview with you so we all went down to his um, studio who were you working for at the time? Yeah NZME that's right. NZME yeah Yeah. and he was like giving us so much confidence we were like you know who wants to see us you know no it's like this is embarrassing and this is before YouTube and anything like that we weren't active on YouTube so I had a blog and it was Brian here and I know you're not going to say it but you gave us so much confidence to go keep going and keep going with YouTube and it was you Brian oh thank you it was you that said to me in a text Liz take the leap and do YouTube go go on video yeah go go video yeah Yeah. Yeah, no well it was about the video and uh Providentially or serendipitously, um, we've had wonderful interactions, and I got to tutor Tess, Tess when she did radio course at Wed, and lots of interactions and interviews with Sunny, and it's just meant to be. Yeah, it is so meant to be. So all those yeah. all those ties, you know, without. Yeah, but that's time. I have, to, I have yeah. set my hat off to you. How many people, local people, you interview and put them out there on your on your media? Because you've got your own Brian Vickery Media now, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So and you and you get it out there for people. Anyone basically that sort of mm. is up and coming, or this guy's a local hero. He's, he's I just want you to know that. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never known anyone push the community mm. so much as you do. Yes, that it's a, yeah. you that's know, the anaesthetic that mitigates the. The, the shame and the ignominy I've experienced in the last week of Shush, getting shush. lost on the mountain and being rubbish. <laughs> yes. there, there were two letters in the paper the other day basically saying I was a dick. What a what a hypocrite that guy oh, was, doing all those stories, no. you know, and then yeah. getting lost. But it's media, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you know, well. it, yeah. Sell, it sells, it sells yes. it's clickbait, isn't it? Yeah. But we've got friends and family in America 
that obviously because you've interviewed Sonny and Tess, mm. you know, our son and daughter, that, um, you know, th who is this guy? This guy's a star. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's great. So, so I just wanted you. people to know our relationship with Brian. So that's how it came about. So when we found out that he'd been in this weekend where he nearly died on the mountain, we need to talk to you. And then when we discussed it and the fact that you'd felt like you'd made a bit of a mistake. I'm not going to say you were a dick, because we don't say that. No, I don't. It, Brits it's, don't say it's, that. It's not being a dick. It, <laughs> no. It's just, yeah. it's a mistake, isn't it? You didn't go up there and think, oh, I'm, no. I'm going to be a dick today. I've done dozens of stories advocating safety on the mountain, and the fact that the, our benign-looking Mount Taranaki has had about 87 people that have perished. So I made a fool of myself unintentionally and um, got lost on the, on the mountain and uh, almost got rescued. Um, but got out of the experience. So, uh, yeah, that was... Here we say I made a dick of myself. That means I, I portrayed myself as a, an idiot and I was inconsistent, almost Aww. a hypocrite. But anyway, I'm here to tell the story. Yeah, okay. thank yeah. you for being here. Brian, why were me and you, when Brian was just talking there, me and you were sitting here like this? Smiling like this. Well, this is it's a disaster. What's really happened to Brian? Why? I'm still here. I know, but oh, I, I was just aware then. I thought, oh no, Liz, stop it. You're smiling like but a big can we, can we just say one thing though? Brian is Australian. So that's probably why I was smiling. Oh, are you, Brian? Yeah, I think when Australians <laughs> experience a little bit of suffering and adversity and it doesn't result in, in death, yes, you've, you've got to sort of take advantage of it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Brian likes Australians, don't you, Brian? Well, I do. I, we had a great comment off a guy today on uh, on YouTube, which he said, um, "Why do why do Australians always injure themselves when they're raking leaves?" Don't know. Go on. Because they fall out the trees. Oh, very good. I don't get it. Boom boom. <laughs> I don't get it. Boom to uh, misquote right. Basil Brush. There we go. <laughs> yes. I don't get that. Um, anyway, right. anyway, so we're not going to go in down to the. Brian really likes. Us. You've never been a rep, I like have you, Australians. Brian? Have you never been a rep? Have you? No. 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 See? No. It's a little bit yes. of a banter that we've got going yeah. with the Australians. So to cut to the chase, um, there were some reports in the local media and the newspaper that there had been some avalanches and, and debris falling happening at the top of um, Pyramid Stream. And I had a rush of blood and I thought, I'll just rush there and go a couple of hours and see if I can get video footage of some danger, an avalanche and all that. And, that, and in retrospect, I was thinking, what if there was? What was I going to do? I, I was just keen to get the video footage and I ran out of light and couldn't get out of the, um, the gorge. So I spent a very uncomfortable night sleeping on the sand and of course it rained and I was just shorts and t-shirts, so I was shivering. I, I did let my, um, my dear friend know that I was safe and without me knowing, because I ran out of cell phone um, reception, she contacted the police and of course search and rescue were activated. Fortunately I got out of the predicament before they came. Yeah. But, and then I was in the paper and being humiliated and I've been rubbished. But I guess learnings, you know, yeah, and I thought I might as well fess up and admit that I did everything wrong rather than sort of but that's, get exposed. That, but isn't that when things go wrong? It's like, you know, you... You basically go out just to do a simple little task because it's not high on the mountain, is it, where you were going? It's no, it was probably about 750 um, feet. Yep. But the, the track taking me out of the, the gorge and the cliffs is, is only a couple of metres wide and the, the, the orange pyramid's very, very small and in darkness, of course, mm -hmm. I couldn't find it. I, I went past a kilometre and a half. And you know what it's like when you're a, when you're a bloke and you, you've got goals and... When I was rushing back and I thought, oh, I'm, the light's fading, and 
I was fording rivers and falling and everything. I was more concerned about the two and a half thousand dollar iPhone than my own safety and the inconvenience. I thought, what if we got no footage? And it was only spending the night and getting cold and shivering. I thought, you know what? That two and a half thousand dollar iPhone's probably not as important as yeah. uh, my safety. And um, and it's that that moment when you're drenched and shivering. You you sort of um, you review what the what life's about you yeah. know yes. what what's yeah. important yeah and it's it's not saving technology and yeah. I can vouch and I'm not sponsored I got drenched and carried down the river a few times or the streams and the iPhone's fine it's it purports mm. to be waterproof yeah. so I wouldn't recommend it no yeah. but I have tested it and yeah. the Kathmandu shorts I was wearing were very, very good <laughs> <laughs> and the Nike shoes as well. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's... So anyway. just to be clear, you yes. were going... For your media company, you were wanting to get footage. What was happening up the mountain that you wanted to go There had been reports of um, debris falling and avalanches at the top of Pyramid Stream. Whereabouts is that? Pyramid Stream is at the top of uh, Puni Hoare Road. Yeah. Right. And then you tramp for about an hour and then you go down a, a valley and, and uh, like, cliffs... And it's it's a um, an upside down pyramid, and it's when you look at the mountain, it's that part of the mountain that drops that's denuded. That's the the source for the, so the, is that the pyramid river? tree. Is, is it, it feeds it feeds the, Stony River. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm and it's trying. notorious for boulders cascading down, and of course avalanches. And for some crazy reason, I thought wouldn't it be good to get some good footage yeah. to try and get those views up? Yes, <laughs> as you do. But didn't consider the health and safety plan. No. So you went up there just in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. What time did you set off? Uh, unfortunately, I was going up the, the rocks of Pyramid Stream about five and I went up about two and a half hours and I thought, better return and lost track of time. If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. 12 years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about, like what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So if you are interested, head over to my blog, which is www.itsadrama.com slash I love NZ. You are going to love it. So you went up there just in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. What time did you set off? Uh, unfortunately, I was going up the, the rocks of Pyramid Stream at about five and I went up about two and a half hours and I thought, better return and lost track of time. Yeah. And like it was like 9.30, quarter to 10 when I was trying to find the marker and it got dark very quickly. Right. Oh, and I thought, fine. oh dear. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And oh just dear. a t-shirt and shorts. Did you have any water or food or anything with no. you? No. No, well, I just wasn't expecting to be there for a couple of hours. No. I, for some reason, I thought it'd be all over in an hour and a half. Yeah. I'd get my footage. Because just yeah. to be clear, that track isn't like, it's not like, you know, 
it's not like going up the mountain, is it? It's, no. it's, 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 it's in you, the national well, I've park. I've been up that track because I remember going up there and we mm. went up there for having a picnic or lunch, uh, yeah, lunch or have, something, wasn't it? And, and the, the, most of it, like you say, there's been a big landslide in places and a lot of the track is gone. Yeah. It, and right. it's so, like you say, you've got an orange triangle here, mm. and then it's just find your own way from here, isn't it, really? Yeah, so in, the, in the morning again. it was very difficult to get out of it because you've got vertical cliffs, and I had to go downriver about two kilometres, and of course the, the stream zigzags through the rocks, so I had to ford the river about six times and slipped a few times. And then I finally saw a fence on top of farmland but it was still very steep and eventually the cliff was sufficient for me to grab some gauze and some roots and got up there oh, and then the, the, and I, the, the walk of shame back up the road back to my car <laughs> thinking this is good I'm tired but what if the keys yeah, don't work but every, fortunately everything did <laughs> oh. and, I, and I still got the footage. Oh, that's, that's you got great. the footage that's amazing. Yeah but I did think and this would have been voyeuristic I thought maybe at 2am I should just video self, here I am, you know, and shivering. Yeah, but for some reason the camera didn't work and I thought, bugger it, the camera's stuffed. Right. So I'm wondering right. whether providentially it's a good thing I didn't because then it would have been like, hey, I milked this or yeah, I was being exactly. opportunistic. Yeah, like so been, yeah, anyway. Yeah. You could never milk anything. I've never known such a man. Def <laughs> What's it called when you won't take any compliments? Look, I, I, I'm Australian. Sometimes we can be very op uh, opportunistic. Oh. Yes. You know? Yeah, but that's what you know, a lot of people on the media and stuff, it, it's like they set it up and you don't see what's be going on that. behind. I can't do you, be doing you know? with that. Can you, when they get in a disaster and they get the, ph the phone in out and, you know, get yeah, a video yeah, in it, it's yeah. just... I don't know, it's like you say, yeah. to me that seems a little bit, oh, why would you have done that? Mm. So Brian, did you have any food or water? No. So you, when it went dark, when this would be This would be Liz's nightmare. Oh, it would, water. because what did you have for your dinner, Brian? <laughs> well. <laughs> did you think tweet berries? <laughs> when the adrenaline kicks in and you think, oh bugger, and you think of the appointments and you, you think it through, um, food was the last thing on my mind and, and you know look until it started raining I was thinking oh this is inconvenient but you know this is you know I'm communing with nature and then of course it clouded over it was a full moon it start, and boy once it starts drizzling and raining and you're not moving oh I got very cold so I had to sort of be in the fetal position in the um, in the sand and then and then running on the spot Yep. So I had no sleep. I just had to keep moving. Is that right? Yeah, that but shivering, did? shivering. I reckon I lost mm. a kg and a half. But there are better ways of losing weight. That's yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you have to you know, keep get your energy. Yeah. And keep but you know going. what's outstanding? And I, I know you've got this amazing program. It's a drama, and it's about the New Zealand culture. The good thing about New Zealand, whether you're a local or a tourist, if you get lost on the mountain or national parks, the re search and rescue is superb. And they're very affirming. They don't humiliate you. They don't charge you. Oh, and the police officer, yeah. who I know, said, put it down to experience. I love the fact you're doing adventure. Don't beat yourself up. Don't give up on tramping. Yeah. And there was no shame yeah. and there was no humiliation. So I just want to say that by way of an encouragement to you know, tourists and, and to locals. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you've got to get back metaphorically on the horse, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and the, the head of uh, the search and rescue, Vaughan Smith, the police officer, sent me a lovely... Um, text just saying love the way you explain your story and did the messaging in the paper and owned up and it's gold yeah keep keep tramping life is about adventure mm -hmm. 
Whereas those people writing letters to the editor, oh, you cost money and you, you know what, you know better and, you know. Um, yeah. That's what we have the emergency services for, isn't it? Mm. When we make mistakes. You know? Was there any time, Brian, on that mound? On, so you're there and it's raining and you're freezing. You started mm. shivering, you said, didn't you? Yes. Was there any time that you thought, I'm not going to make it? Um, no, but I, I started to lose my confidence and I thought, oh my goodness. How many times do I have to ford the stream? Because the stream's fast flowing even at summer. And often, if you're not careful, it knocks you over. And the more you get knocked over, it's the uncertainty. The great danger I had was fording the stream and slipping and hitting my head and then potentially you could drown. Yeah. So the danger wasn't hypothermia, thankfully, because it was in summer. It was all the times I had to ford the stream and keeping the balance. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I kind of lost my confidence. I forded that stream a dozen times and fell over um, so when six you times and the first time I went about five or ten metres down on my back and you think whoa how did that happen yeah, you know? yeah. 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 so you're, you're totally drenched is yes. what you're saying yeah. 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 yeah you're not just like forging as in up to wading up to your waist or something you, 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 yeah well you know in, in those fast flowing mountain streams if it's above your knee and you haven't secured your feet and you slip You'll be on your back mm -hmm. and it moves you. It's quite surprising. Yeah, yeah there's quite the rocky rivers. Yeah, there, and then I thought, it? gee, if there's a cloudburst, mm -hmm, this will be interesting. Mm. But yeah. I was I was unlucky, but lucky. Yeah. 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 Mm. So you didn't sleep at all. You were just kept awake. No, just well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. running on the spot. Gee, was yeah. it blessed when the sun started to come up and you thought, right, I can start moving? It was. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah it really was. I bet. Mm. What what sort of noises were there at night? Were, were, were there any? Did you see any animals or anything like that? Was it? No, the the stream runs very fast, so it's it's a roaring sound constantly. Yeah. A couple right. of times I thought, is that a plane? I hope that's not the rescue helicopter. <laughs> that will be really embarrassing. So yeah, the the volume of the flowing water is is it's a roar. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and quite a few birds, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point did you stop? trying to get back to the car or did you try and keep going all the time because you when you no, got when it, it went dark and you what, couldn't see that was it so you, your phone yeah was I, out I think you... I think after 10 between 10 and 10 30 the more I tried to search in the dark and of course the I, my battery charge was down to nothing yeah, and I hadn't yeah. practiced how to use the the torch on the phone yeah. And I thought, what? how stupid. Now, if I had like 50% battery charges, there's a lot of things, you know, you could keep walking and yeah. sometimes you'd have recept reception, most times I didn't. So at that time, and then I got got cold at, at about 1am and I thought, bugger this, I'm just going to keep walking over rocks and I'm going to get out of this. And then you get tired and fatigued and you start falling over and boulders start moving. I thought, this is madness. Yeah. I'm going to get a serious injury. Yeah. So, so you just uh, took yeah. yourself off to the side? Yeah, and just... where the sand was and thought, yeah. just... And you buried yourself in sand, you yep, said. That's right. Yeah. Did yeah. it keep you warm? Was it, did it uh, yeah, and then it rained, of course, and then you had to do the little. Yeah, yeah. Isometric exercises and running on yeah. the spot and so forth. And you didn't want to get in the bush and cover yourself in leaves. Well, the problem or... was um, there was a, a a three meter cliff face, yeah. and the bush was impenetrable, and it was lots of prickles and gauze. So I tried yes, to get in the bush, but it yes. cut me, and it was yeah. horrible. Yeah. So I sort of curled up in the sand but it wasn't covering over and I worked out the best position was like this when it was raining because it was reducing the body surface and then and then rubbing 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 and right. yeah. yeah yeah so uh, 
But anyway. Yeah, that's really um, interesting. Do you know what the thing I'm picking up here, Brian? I'm feeling like you were a little bit ashamed that you've got lost, got yourself lost, and like you don't want to embarrass. You know, you don't like. I don't know. I do, are you? Why are you feeling like that? Um, I I think with my values and in our culture, we we don't want to be seen as inconsistent or a hypocrite. And over 21 years in journalism and radio, I've done dozens of stories with the police advocating safety and being prepared. Have a plan, have water, change of clothes, let someone know it's all about safety, it's preparation. So to go up there impulsively trying to get sensationalist footage of um, avalanches and that, it's just dumb. It's everything that, and so that was for me the, the, the affront to my pride. Can I, can I just say, I don't think it's dumb. I don't think it's dumb, right? But, uh, no, it's not dumb. No, I can understand the way you, you probably think everyone will be going, oh, you should always take no. two people doing things like that. But you but don't. It's, it's just... Yeah. It's it's not you're not going up the mountain exactly. like that. Way. It's not it's, like you've gone on the mountain and gone. I'm going to I'm going to summit the mountain and I'm going to go up with nothing. It's a walk. It's we've done that loads yeah. of times that walk, Brian. Absolutely. Yeah, but not not down the river bit that Brian's yeah. talking no, about. No, we haven't. Yeah, been. and I've found retro, found in retrospect that the pyramid stream and going up the rocks is dangerous and it's been frowned upon by tramping clubs because boulders come down, bad things happen, and I didn't realise the power and the danger of fording streams. I thought, it's summer, how could a stream knee-deep um, be dangerous? And I'll tell you what, it can knock you over, and you've got to jump on rocks. And the first time I tried to jump on a rock, it was slippery, so boom, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you and thought, oh no, the phone's yeah. wrecked. You know, and then you yeah. <laughs> lost the yeah. sunglasses and you get cranky. Oh, you if know. you've lost your sunglasses, that's not on. <laughs> what, what, what make What's those? What's brand for those? <laughs> 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 I'm only sort of, you and I have got this iPhone thing going because I know what you'd be like if, if you fell oh, in the honestly, water with your yeah. iPhone. Oh, yeah. well, we, 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 you'd be annoyed. Yeah. You'd be annoyed. Well, it's yeah. like anything. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. Your battery goes flat, you're like... <laughs> if you didn't have, if the battery was full and you'd been up there and your battery was full, what would you have done? Well, I would have gone to a higher area where I had constant contact and I could have phoned a few people and done some emails and actually I could have worked, but I would have got frozen anyway. What do you mean could you could have worked? worked. <laughs> no, but at least about? I'd have communication. I'd phone and say, hey, and explain it. But what happened in letting my dear friend know and she couldn't get back, she, she's panicked. She, she will be, and yeah. look, she was, yeah. she was distraught. Yeah. Yeah. And while I was uncomfortable, it was only until I went two uh, kilometres downstream and I got a little bit of reception, I was able to say, I'm fine, I'm going to get out of this, and they're all relieved, including the police. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had to turn the phone off mm-hmm. where I was. So, yeah. yeah. Do you think this is a... Is a um, how long have you been in New Zealand? I've been in, um, in New Zealand um, a long time, for about 30 years, but I've lived in Taranaki for 22 years. Right. Yeah. So do you consider yourself more a Kiwi than an Aus- Australian? Well... I'm like Russell Crowe. No one wants me. Technically, <laughs> I'm a New Zealand citizen, and I've actually spent more years living in New Zealand, but I'll always be an Aussie, mm, and yeah. um, just yeah. like you will always be British. Yeah, you yeah. are. We've said that on but 19 podcasts. I so love yeah. New Zealand, yep. and I, I want to stay here. Mm. Yeah. But just to show you how stubborn and foolhardy and proud I am, um, managed to get out of my predicament, got to the car at about 8 a.m., had my first interview at 9.30 that day, <laughs> drove to my place, had a shower, starving, 
just managed to have some food, have a shower, and I was two minutes late to my appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Only a proud Aussie and an idiot would do that. But, you know, yeah. but that's that pride, you know what I mean? Like, and I thought, yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, but it's dumb, isn't it? You know, I, I mean, know, but that's what, absolute yeah. dumb. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. a, that pride thing. You yeah, know? but that's it great is, that you did it? it and not not think, oh, I need to sit down. But yeah. the lovely woman I was interviewing said, "Are you okay? You seem like." You're not doing drugs, are you? You're looking very, very red. You're like, are you with us? I said, I, I might be just a little sleep deprived. Yeah, <laughs> Had yeah. a bit of a rough night. Oh, yeah, I know what it's like to have insomnia. Yeah, so anyway. And so if you, if you go again, you just take a little backpack with you next time. Well, now, even when I go out the door, I've got a thermal and a raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> it's overkill. Yeah. People are often flares and yeah. a tent. And, yeah. you know, I'll be, I'll be tramping with 50 kg of stuff. That's it, yeah, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um so I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Isn't it funny when something happens like that, um, like, you know, something bad happens and you, you come close to, you know, dying or something terrible and you just, you, you think, right, that's it from now on. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to shout at the kids anymore. I'm not going to, I'm just going to, like you say, be grateful for every minute. And and then slowly it starts to just, you know, a couple of weeks later, you're like... Uh, life kicks in yeah, again. Yeah. I wish that you yeah. could keep that... Mm. That gratefulness for life yeah. all the time would be so cool, wouldn't it? You mm, know, yeah. just to go through life. And I know that's what you should do, but as you said, yeah, life gets in the way, it doesn't does, it? It's, it does. You know, not that type of life, but just everyday life gets yeah. in the way, doesn't it? Yeah. And like when we heard about you going up the mountain, the first thing I did was want to ring you, like, you know, mm. why don't Thank I just you. ring you anyway? Why don't I ring you? But you don't. It's funny, you things... they often say um, bad things come in three. And that's an allusion to the story of Job in the Bible where there were three bad things that happened. And a few days later, I live on Northgate on the highway and someone was doing about 80k and they skidded across the median strip and across my lawn and crashed into my rock garden and that was it in the wee hours of 1am so I was thinking okay the first one was self-induced <laughs> I'm now the innocent victim so I must say when I drove here I drove very sedately yeah. but this is the third yeah. one you're on the podcast yeah, yeah. you're making it yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Are those cameras rolling? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so before we wrap it up, I'm not going to let you go because when you just turned up at our house there, right, just before, you were talking about last week we did a podcast on um, New Zealand laws, crazy yes, New Zealand yes. laws. Yeah. Will you just tell that story that you told me in the kitchen about the New Zealand laws, about the... Yeah. Yeah, go on. I love this. So in, in New Zealand from 1883 um, to maybe the, the 1950s and 60s, New Zealand was um, very famous for being conformist and, and conservative and even prudish. And uh, the historian Michael Bellage in his book Paradise Reforged has about 80 pages on that very topic you're talking about, including those laws that came in in 1900 and were, were rescinded or repealed or um, got rid of in the 1950s about you can't have livestock mating on the prominent... Um, paddocks on a road and that is going back to the fact that there was a stage when New Zealand was conservative just like America and parts of Europe have the jazz age New Zealand was particularly conservative so I watched with great interest your comments and yeah. I agree with you I think for decency reasons I, I'd be quite happy uh, for that law to be in, in vogue but given that this is the epicentre of dairying yes. I think we might have an, a minority view on that one yeah there'd be a lot of, lot of walls wouldn't there yeah. <laughs> yeah but Brian tell the story about the woman 
woman that went along to say it. The yeah. oh, okay, right. Uh, just to illustrate how conservative New Zealand was in the 1920s, I think it may be 1921-1922. Um, a medical superintendent went to Stratford High School and she was railing against the evils of self-pleasuring or <laughs> masturbation. And it's true, it's documented in, in this historical book, um, James Ballard. She had them all lined up and she was looking for the signs of insanity and and all the things. And a true story. We laugh now, but that's just oh. how things were in the, in the 1920s. Not just in New Zealand, but around the world. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a very, very conservative time. So... When you made reference to those laws, it was in that context where New Zealand was very conservative, and now New Zealand's quite a secular, pluralistic um, society. Yeah. But it was pretty conservative. Yeah. yeah. That's a great story. I mm. loved it when you told mm. me that. Because... Yeah, well, James Bellage, Paradise Reforged, uh, the chapters there called The Great um, Tightening, and you'll, you'll find all the stuff that right. I'm referring to. Yeah. yeah. Can you notice a difference from when you first moved to New Zealand to how it is now? From my perspective, I think New Zealand's getting um, increasingly more inclusive and um, I don't know if secular is the right word, but um, yeah, it's a great country. Oh, I, yeah. I think I love the fact that New Zealand's bicultural and more inclusive. Australia, in my opinion, is definitely not as accepting. Is right. it not? It's just my impression. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? We've never been to Australia, so right. yeah. Can you believe that? That's okay. really, it's yeah. really sad, isn't it? That's something to be ashamed. Well, they often say that Australians are <laughs> more like Australians are more like Americans. They're louder and they're more direct than in your face, and uh, New Zealanders are more like Canadians. Yeah, yeah a little bit more uh, yeah. friendly and a little bit more thoughtful and a little bit quieter. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. No, I find I find that with my brother-in-law, um, you know, he would say the. The Australian police is a little bit more like the Amer American very police. You know, they've got, they've got to wear the glasses. Yeah. You know, the highway patrol, yep. the state troopers, or whatever they are. I reckon that's just why like, you don't want to go over, Bri. Because you'd get a little bit intimidated, <laughs> Well, they all look like the guys at the village people, so maybe I should go over. <laughs> just to let the Australian audience know, we do love you. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I'd, I'd love to talk to, and we've got plenty of people in, yeah. in the YouTube audience mm. that. I'd love to talk to someone who, you know, back from the 40s, 50s, even earlier, like, you know, and just just tell me stories. I love hearing the stories about, like you've just said there, yeah. about what it was like, you know, mm. it would just be... Well, just know, to illustrate how conservative New Zealand was, I think it was 1958, the great evangelist um, Billy Graham came and Walter Nash was the Prime Minister and there was Johnny Devlin, who was like the New Zealand Elvis. And there are the three together... So this Johnny Devlin, the guy whose clothing was ripped off and he was doing the Elvis thing and he was with the great evangelist and all wearing suits and there was the great crusade. So people forget how um, conservative New Zealand was and, yeah. and New Zealand's had a change um, and so forth. So I just wanted to reference what a great podcast that was and I got the books out and did some uh. reading. So that's why I'm sort of hot on the topic. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's why I love New Zealand so much because I'm a little bit of a prude and I feel, I feel like I fit in a little bit here. Right? A woman of, of refinement yeah, and standards. Yes, yes. yes. Go, no right? honky tonky in the cows for me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we live on a farm, we start kinking your balls away, please. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go back to that period, 1980 and the early 1920s in New Zealand, particularly in Christchurch, there were voluntary groups of women 
that would go around chaperoning and, and separating couples in picture theatres and in, in parks if they were snogging. Uh, that's that's what it was like. It was, yeah. it was quite acceptable. Now, come on. Yeah, yeah. You yeah know. But that was nice though, Brian. The chaperoning. Yeah. I think yeah, that should be... There's a difference between chaperoning and... Uh, what? Well, you know, keep, keep your hands off. That's the idea of the chaperone. Exactly. Well, I don't mind the romance of Pride and Prejudice, but I don't think I'd be <laughs> wanting to put my arm around someone in a park and having a picnic and have some nosy yeah. woman saying, tap, in your... tap, yeah. tap, tap, yeah. you know what I mean? I think yeah. I'd be that nosy woman. I read somewhere when I was looking at those laws, I think yeah. it's Mexico, somewhere in Mexico, you're not allowed to kiss on the streets in on this so? place oh, in yeah. Mexico. Yeah. 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 We'll yeah. be going there then. Anyway, Brian, what's the name of your media? Company. Yeah, it's predominantly Facebook and LinkedIn. It's um, Brian Vickery, Media uh, Taranaki, and uh, try and celebrate the beauty and diversity of Taranaki, including the nature. Yes, <laughs> yeah. especially the nature. But not too keen on streams at the moment and capturing video footage of avalanches and debris. We'll yeah. just we'll just give that a rest. And yeah. it's Brian with a Y, isn't it? So B R Y. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you get this handsome man, wrong wrong platform, but that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. 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 So please just go over and check out Brian's work because you'll yep. see reams and reams of all the great stuff that he's doing within the community. Over the years as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, just, you've just dedicated your life to it. it you, no, thank I you. I think you're brilliant, Brian. Yeah, very lucky, very privileged. Mm. Mm, great content. Okay, so I think, yeah, it's time to wrap it up, isn't it? I think it is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go and uh, have a, a hot cup of tea. So thank you so much for joining us, Brian. Thank you so it's much for, yeah. for coming and being with us and chatting with us. No, it's been great to have you on. Yeah, on, on, on the podcast. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. We'll go and get some Kendall mint cake, eh? Yeah. Until next yeah. time, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Kia kaha, stay Cheers. strong, stay true. Bye. Well done, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well done, you. Well done, Brian. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we have released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com itsadrama.com Alright guys, enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.